This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Sunday. Let me tell you, I've been having arguments with people on Twitter. They love to throw insults at me, but they're not funny. These people aren't funny. They aren't original. I just keep hearing the same stupid-ass insults over and over again. Oh, you live in your mommy's basement. I'll come up with something fucking better, dude. If you're going to waste my time responding to me, fucking argue with me about something, or sling an insult at me that might make me laugh, you stupid fucks. No, Warlord, America has not collapsed. However, I have a whole slate of stories tonight that may may make you think that it has. Porg! Ginger! Warlord! My friends! I believe RB's here. I've seen RB somewhere, haven't I? If not, RB will be along shortly. Good evening! I was laying here on my couch last night at 1.30 in the morning... Some jackass comes knocking on my fucking door. Let me tell you, I wasn't happy about it. I did not answer the door. I was prepared to throw down if I had to. I was just sitting here. I was I was binging Better Call Saul. I was watching it all over again. I'm like on the fourth season. All I did yesterday. But Sparkles called and asked me if I was alright. Of course I was alright. I'm armed. I had my Ghostbusters Nerf gun. We we stay strapped in this house. <laughs> oh fuck. Porg, we watched that video on 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 uh, the freak show and it it wasn't good. I, I don't know what your deal is. Get better taste. Sparkle said no more requests from anybody. <laughs> Watch the pissing on Putin video. It sucked. It sucked really bad. Sorry, Pork. I still love you. Nerf or nothing. I ran poor golf. They left. Well, high enough for this shit. What are we going to talk about? Somebody mentioned it. Oh, you were here. Okay. Sorry, Porg. Sorry. Somebody, somebody mentioned it. Republicans are now coming for a contraceptive. The Republican in Arizona. God, he had some stupid ass name. Hold on. Blake Masters, of course, of course his name is Blake fucking Masters. Blake Masters wants to ban contraceptive. Oh, fuck. We're going to we're going to talk about the Senate race in Pennsylvania. Because apparently, Dr. Mamet Oz got booed at the Trump rally for him. It was a Trump rally for Oz in Pennsylvania. 
and Oz got booed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this is your meme of the day. Uh, I believe that picture of Elon Musk and his mom is from the Met Gala. Uh, it's been a little bit since I've I've seen that episode of The Simpsons. I don't remember what <laughs> what Skinner's mom was reacting to. Of course, we're going to talk about the draft opinion from the Supreme Court and the fallout from it, including including we're going to read article from the Daily Signal about how to defend your pro-life views. So I assume if you're writing an article about how to defend your pro-life views, no requests. No more requests. We don't take requests anymore. Um, Sparkles, for, for requests for Sparkles, you could probably pay her money for most requests. And she would take them. Just saying, everyone has a price. <laughs> I'm wild tonight, guys. Fucking watch out. We got a badass over here. I wish the dude from uh, Twitter would call in and try to argue with me. The dumb fuck. Apparently, they are not a libertarian, despite the fact that I was trolling Spike Cohen, who's blocked me on Facebook, so I had to move to, to trolling Spike Cohen on Twitter. Uh, Spike claims that he is uh, not against abortion. However, he does seem to be against Roe v. Wade. It's one of these weird things where, as a libertarian, they're like, well, the federal government shouldn't be involved. So Roe v. Wade is wrong, but I also don't condone the government making laws about women's bodies, even though that's what Roe v. Wade was protecting. They're idiots. They're fucking idiots. Drotwingers are fucking morons. It's, you guys know this. I'm sure I'm sure there are better ones, Porg. But we're we're just we're just gonna read the news. Feel feel free to drop some some links in the Discord or something. Oh you did already. The sparkles have a rate card! That I don't know. She don't come cheap, I will tell you that. You should know her well enough to know that. Which weed? Bad? Yes, I'd say if I had a neighbor that was knocking on my door in the middle of the night, they were like, they saw my party lights because, you know, I'm lit up all the time. I'm like, well, he's still up. We'll ask him if he's got some weed. Don't do that. I do not condone that. Don't go to somebody's house and ask them that you don't know. 
Let me tell you, as a as a streamer, somebody knocking on my door in the middle of the night, I'm probably going to um, have my guard up. Let's just say that. And you might end up getting hurt. Don't come to my door in the middle of the night. I don't mean Nerf gun either. Pork, it's okay. We almost... There went a cat fucking running for one of my Nerf bullets. We almost missed the freak show. Sparkles and I almost missed the freak show. We went out to dinner and they didn't want to give us dinner. YouTube weed. Hold on. I'm going to run out of bullets. I ain't going to be able to fire this gun off anymore. Adelopossum sent this to me. It was like a birthday present. Hainard's down there in the in the floor playing with him. Oh, anyway, what are we uh, what are we going to talk about tonight on this here show? Uh, there was an election in Northern Ireland, and the center left party won. Amazing. Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau visited Ukraine. Uh, apparently, the Allies, the Allies, the European NATO Allied Bloc. Wait, what? What are you calling fake news, Warlord? The election in Northern Ireland. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, we've we've got some of those stories too, Porg. Fuck, I didn't get around to... We got a uh, police shooting video. I didn't get around to putting that on my list. A video was released. We'll, we'll, we'll watch that tomorrow. I don't have any other criminal justice stories. We'll do, we'll do criminal justice tomorrow. Because, like, this is one of the most egregious cop shootings you're ever going to see. And we've watched several on this fucking show. I can't remember what the, what the, what the guy's name was now. Fuck me. Yes, I do have a laser pointer. They get bored with it. Like, Socks knows what's up. Like, Socks, like, knows that it's emanating from my hand. He'll just come over and look at my hand. Like, he he, he isn't amused by it. So I only break it out every now and again. But, yes, I do have a laser pointer. I have, like, two. Of course, of course. I need to get the kiddies a, uh, one of those fountains. I need a water fountain that is always, like, going. Because I think Maynard would really like that. He gets in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, back to the stories that are going to make you think that the country is coming apart. We're going to talk about the Trump rally over the weekend. Uh, The Daily Wire has dropped a new movie trailer. Apparently, it stars Gina Carino, and they debuted the trailer. They debuted the trailer at the UFC event uh, last night, I believe it was. Uh, apparently it was a stacked car, but I haven't heard anybody talk about like I don't I quit watching UFC years ago, but like I haven't heard anybody talk about how good it was today. So apparently, like I don't know, I don't know if you should go back and watch it or not. Why, if, why aren't you watching WWE right now? Yes, another Daily Wire movie. This one starring Gina Carino. 
apparently her first uh, piece of work since leaving what the Mandalorian. She was uh, she was canceled by Disney. We're going to talk about how to defend your pro-life views because I'm sure all of you have pro-life views here. We're going to we're going to make sure that you have the best arguments. I'm going to break down what's wrong with the arguments they are saying how to defend your pro-life views. Uh, an anti-abortion group in Wisconsin was vandalized today or overnight. Maybe it was Saturday, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, we're going to talk about the protests that have erupted in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house. Uh, a, a lot of people are saying, uh, won't somebody think of the neighbors in terms of protesting Brett Kavanaugh's house? You're going to hear from one of his neighbors who is apparently the organizer of the protest. Meanwhile, Justice Clarence Thomas, as I lovingly refer to as Old Pube Can, says that the court will not be bullied. Apparently, the majority opinion to overturn Roe v. Wade is still intact, despite the news over this past week. Justice Cavanaughty! Uh, Biden will be giving a speech on Tuesday. I guess they're calling it important from the White House. So I assume that means he's going to take questions, going to be the whole shebang. So we're going to cover it here live on the Troll Patrol Tuesday. Join me, Biden's speech. Uh, Hopefully, he'll give us a little gem like he did earlier in the week where he said that he misses having lunch with segregationists. Yes, he actually said that. I've got the video. Plus, I guess we'll check in on Ukraine and so much more tonight on the Troll Patrol Live. Uh, Let's start off with election news out of Northern Ireland. Sinn Féin's. Sinn Féin's. I fucking looked up how to say it before the show started. Still don't think I said it right. My apologies. That is the name of the center-left party. Sinn Féin. The results of the Northern Ireland Assembly election are in, and for the first time ever, Sinn Féin has won the most seats. It's the first time ever that a nationalist party has been the largest at Stormont in terms of seats, 101 years after Northern Ireland came into existence. It edged out the DUP, which is now the second largest party. Alliance also had a historic result, winning 17 seats to become the third largest party in the Assembly. So what happens next? Doesn't it sound wonderful that they have multiple parties that vie? Multiple coalitions that vie? Hold on, let me look it up again. It will get deep. God damn it.
I try. I tried. I tried to look it up before. The name of the center-left to left-wing Irish Republican political party, active in both the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. We are looking at how to pronounce Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. Féin. RB was very fucking close. Sinn Féin. Will Sinn Féin's Michelle O'Neill be the first minister? Not necessarily. Under the power-sharing system of government in Northern Ireland, the largest unionist and nationalist parties must share the first minister and deputy first minister's post, while the other ministerial positions are allocated among the biggest parties based on how many seats they have in the assembly. The largest party, the rules say that Sinn Féin, uh, Sinn Féin, is the party entitled to hold that position, but the roles of first minister and deputy first minister are equal despite their names, and one cannot hold office without the other. So in Finn, to hold the first minister position, the biggest party from the unionist bloc, the DUP, must agree to take up the deputy first minister's position. DUP has not said whether it will do this. On Friday, its leader, Sir Jeffrey Donaldson, said it was too early to say whether he would take up the role and reiterated that he wanted to see what the British government was going to do with the Northern Ireland Protocol before he commits to entering into the executive. Holy fuck! What the, who gives a shit what the British government does? Right, warlord? Damn British government. Who cares? What, what what say do they have in it? You know, Warlord? What the fuck? Oh, thank God. Just a bad dream. I'm just playing. Brits are all right. We like you bean eaters. <laughs> oh, shit. Jill Biden, uh, along with Justin Trudeau, were in Ukraine today. I don't know if it was at the same time, but both of them were. This is focused on Jill Biden, I do believe. Dr. Jill Biden, since it pisses the right-wingers off. ...on Russia's economy by phasing out all of Russia's oil imports. And the First Lady makes a surprise visit in a show of unity among Western allies. WGN's Judy Wang has more. In a secret Mother's Day visit, Jill Biden met with Ukraine's first lady at a school housing displaced civilians. She del- Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Sheila, if you're happy, if you happen to be watching, happy Mother's Day to you. I'm not going to pick up the phone and call you and tell you that, but like I'll say it on my show that you're not that you're totally not watching. It reminded me it was Mother's Day. I didn't even put up any special graphics or anything. It just it seemed odd for me to put up Mother's Day graphics. Delivered a message of support, words of encouragement. I thought it was important to show the Ukrainian people that this war has to stop. And this war has been brutal. And that people of the United States 
stand with the people of Ukraine. Biden's trip came amid growing fears Russia may use Monday's Victory Day holiday to ramp up its assault. It is something we will be watching on tomorrow night's show. 60 people are feared dead after Russian forces bombed a school serving as a shelter. The bombing set off a fire that burned for four hours. Russian forces continue attacking a steel plant in Mariupol where the last women, children and senior citizens were evacuated as part of a deal brokered by the UN and the Red Cross. Ukrainian soldiers who remain pleaded for help rescuing their wounded. Surrender is not an option because uh, Russia is not interested in our life. Yeah, yeah, they showed somebody from the Azov Regiment, which is widely believed to be a Nazi regiment. Who kind of has that, that, that kind of look about him. I hate the stereotype people. They are not interested to let us live. President Biden and other G7 leaders met. He, he looked like if he was in the U.S., he'd be a proud boy. Let's put it that way. The day before Russia's Victory Day event in Moscow's Red Square. They have uh, not succeeded in defeating the Ukrainians. They've not succeeded in dividing the uh, the world or dividing NATO. And uh, they have only succeeded in isolating themselves internationally and becoming a pariah state around the globe. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham told Fox Lee News Graham. Vladimir Putin is eager to rewrite the map of Europe, and 10 weeks into the conflict, there is no way to negotiate an end, no off-ramp. If Putin's still standing after all this, then the world's going to be a very dark place, China's going to get the wrong signal, and we'll have a mess on our hands in Europe for decades to come. Still standing after all of this? Oh my God, what does he know? What are we, what are we planning on doing? Fuck! So let's take out Putin by helping Ukraine. Judy Wang, WGN News. Here's the thing about that is that Putin believes he can't afford to lose in Ukraine. This is according to the CIA chief. Russian President Vladimir Putin is convinced that his forces doubling down in their assault on Ukraine will enable them to progress. This is according to CIA Director Bill Burns. Said this on Saturday, according to a French publication. He's in a frame of mind in which he doesn't believe he can afford to lose, said Burns, a former U.S. ambassador to Moscow at the FT Weekend Festival in D.C. ahead of Russia's annual Victory Day on Monday, which analysts warn could mark a pivotal moment in the invasion of Ukraine. We don't see, as an intelligence community, practical evidence at this point of Russia planning for the deployment or even potential use of tactical nuclear weapons, Burns said, according to AFP, given the kind of saber-rattling that we've heard from the Russian leadership, we can't take lightly those possibilities. I mean, we, we are fighting a proxy war right now. We are funding Ukraine. We are sending arms... They're flooding, flooding the country with arms. I don't know that we're doing nothing. I also don't know, I don't know if, as I've said before, it's, you can't just stand by and let Russia attack a sovereign nation, but however, us arming Rebel factions has never worked out in our favor. We've done it over and over and over again in the last fucking hundred years of this country's existence. 
And it has never worked. It has always come back to bite us in the ass. So, I don't, I don't know what the answer is in all of this. And you, you walk a fine line because, like, as I said, the dude that we just saw, the Azov Battalion... Dude was probably a Nazi. However, the extent of Nazis in Ukraine has been highly exaggerated for the purposes of Russian propaganda. So it's a sticky situation, especially as someone who's commentating on it and doesn't know all the ins and outs of the foreign policy dealing with Ukraine, Russia, fucking NATO, Europe for that matter. I'm just a dumb fuck, uh, 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 U.S. Uh, citizen. I don't know nothing. I'm sorry. That that phrase comes from like old minstrel shows and shit. Proud of me to use that, but I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that kind of connotation when I was doing the 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 history of the phrase popped back into my head after I said it. Like, ooh, that's not fun. That's just, that's just that's just me that's that's me throwing back to the old days that Biden is apparently uh reminiscing for. Oh shit. Video from a speech. I believe this was on Friday. You know, things have kind of changed since the days when I first got there. He's been there a couple terms. I was there I got elected when I was 29 years old in the United States Senate from a very modest background, and I was there for 36 years before becoming vice president. We always used to fight like hell. And uh, even back in the old days when we had real segregationists like Eastland and Thurman and all those guys. But at least we end up eating lunch together. Things have changed. we got to bring it back. And Rob, I'm sorry you're leaving because you're one of the good guys. I don't mean... I mean, because the way you treat other senators, the way you treat everybody. I appreciate it. There he was, praising a Republican senator. (laughs) Fucking Democrats are so horrible at politics. There he was, praising a Republican senator, which also, like, let's not... (laughs) He's saying basically having having lunch with the Republicans later (laughs) when he's talking about the segregationists. Though back in his day, when he first got there, there were still some Democrats that were segregationists. Because he's that fucking old. Good lord. But hey, hey, this is the this is the kind of uh, gold-plated material that we can get from a Biden speech live, which we will be seeing on Tuesday. I'll be sure to stream it here on the Troll Patrol because apparently this is the, they're making a big deal about this speech on Tuesday. Going to target the GOP right after we just saw him praise uh, Republican Rob Portman. Going to target the GOP on inflation as prices skyrocket. That's what the, that's what this uh, press conference on Tuesday is going to be about. President Biden is preparing a major speech Tuesday to address inflation and will contrast his plans to lower costs for American families. Uh, with those offered by congressional Republicans and administration officials told Axios. Remember, we had the uh, very polarizing news about the Supreme Court 
planning to overturn Roe v. Wade. Uh, Biden thinks it's urgent to come out and try to appease Republicans with a, a speech about inflation. Holy shit. Why the left wing of the party did not want Joe Biden to be the nominee. He is a very ineffective politician. Oh, Joe. Biden is preparing a major speech Tuesday to address inflation and will contrast his plans to lower costs for American families with those offered by congressional Republicans. For a president who once insisted inflation was transitory, Biden is now talking about raising prices at nearly every opportunity. Talking about rising prices at nearly every opportunity. The focus comes as Americans buckle under gas exceeding $6 per gallon in some states and grocery price increases each visit to the store. Weird that gas is exceeding $6 in some states since the price per barrel has gone down. White House on Tuesday, Biden will focus on GOP plans like those from Senator Rick Scott. Wow, Rick Scott, who wants to raise prices, uh, raise uh, taxes on middle-class Americans. Let's say uh, Scott will raise taxes on some 75 million Americans and could sunset entitlement programs like Medicare and Medicaid, despite an economy that created 428,000 new jobs last month. Officials know inflation is diluting Americans' purchasing power and can crush Democrats at the polls in the midterm elections. Seems, seems like... The president could do some things like some trust busting, some price controls, shit like that. Biden administration officials have been debating whether to lower some of former President Trump's tariffs against China as one step toward slowing inflation. Throughout April, Biden hit rising prices in a speech nearly every week. He did so again last week during a visit to Ohio, a key Rust Belt electoral state. Bureau of Labor Statistics will release April's Consumer Price Index at 8.30 a.m. on Wednesday. So apparently they are expecting a a bad headline from that, and they're trying to get out ahead of it. Economists estimate the monthly headline rate will come in at 0.2%, meaning annual inflation will be at 8.1%, according to FactSet. That will mark a decline from March's 8.5% annual rate, which was the highest annual reading since 1981, and signal inflation may be receding. So perhaps the headline isn't going to be bad. The end of 2021 with annual CPI at 6.8%. price index, Biden claimed inflation was at its peak. Or in Ukraine helped drive up energy prices. Did you ban, huh? Oh, 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 no more requests. We don't take requests. We banned requests after Friday. Oh, fuck. Fox News is reporting that the Supreme Court's majority vote to overturn Roe remains intact. Uh, This was almost the meme I put up earlier, but this isn't really a meme, so I didn't put it up. Probably should address the formula shortage, forcing people to have babies, but y'all don't care once they're born, right? Supreme Court's majority vote to overturn Roe remains intact. Five vote majority needed in the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey remains intact 
months after Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito's leaked draft majority opinion was written. Leaked draft majority opinion penned by Alito is dated February the 10th and has almost certainly changed multiple times in the almost three months since it was written. But three conservative sources close to the court say that the vote supporting the decision remain unchanged, according to reporting from the Washington Post. Justices set to join Alito's opinion include Clarence Thomas, as I like to call old Bukan, Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, just, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts, who has at times sided with the liberal wing of the court, still appears set to oppose the decision, with the report noting that Roberts was still attempting to persuade Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh to take a more incremental approach to allowing abortion restrictions. The decision is expected to be firmly opposed by the court's three liberal justices. The leaking of the draft opinion stunned many observers of the court, who noted that the draft does not reflect the final decision of the justices and their votes could change between when the draft was written and when the decision is officially announced. Oh, is that something you want to tell everybody because it's Mother's Day? Now, uh, old pube can, Justice Clarence Thomas says that government institutions can't be bullied. I don't exactly know what he means by that. It is literally right there in the first fucking amendment to the Constitution that we can bully the government for a redress of grievances. Literally. It's the first fucking amendment, dude. That is literally what the Constitution said. We, the people, get to bully the government. Asshole. That is what it says, Clarence Thomas. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas said Friday that government institutions can't be bullied into giving people the outcome they want. Thomas didn't directly address the leak of a draft opinion that would overturn Roe v. Wade, but he acknowledged that recent events at the Supreme Court might be one symptom of a judiciary which he views as threatened by people who are unwilling to live with outcomes we don't agree with. Well, curious, sir, this is something that deserves yelling over. Comments come amid widespread abortion rights protests across the country. We can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are a symptom of that, Thomas said at the 11th Circuit Judicial Conference. He added that he is worried about a different attitude of the young, which he said it fails to show a respect for the law. That was sustained by previous generations. Recent have shown this major change, the court's longest-serving ser- uh, justice said. Eroding respect for institutions and the rule of law bodes ill for a free society, he had. Yes, pube can warrants much yelling. Voted to overturn Roe in 1992 during a Planned, Ver- uh, planned Parenthood versus Casey. He has repeatedly criticized... The row ruling sent. Could blow your mind. Uh, let's go to a local news hit about the protests going on outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home. My choice. Rain did not stop dozens of pro-choice protesters from taking to the quiet streets of Chevy Chase, Maryland, to make one thing clear. 
You don't get to take away my bodily autonomy and enjoy your Saturday night at home. Nope. You can do one or the other. First up, good on you, ma'am. Where they were greeted by Montgomery County police officers. Then they headed over to Chief Justice John Roberts' residence with a similar message. Lacey Wu in hallway, who has had an abortion and is a sexual assault survivor, has been holding candlelight vigils in front of Justice Kavanaugh's home. But since the draft opinion indicating the Supreme Court is poised to overturn Roe versus Wade was leaked, the crowd keeps growing. No, if you Good. Take away our choices, we will riot. Organizers say that some residents have called. Their oh, that's awesome, Morgan. Because they're bringing politics into their neighborhood. But Emily, who lives in the community, says that the stakes are too high when the constitutional right to abortion is on the line. Such a high stakes situation that if, you know, it's a little bit noisy in the neighborhood, um, you know, in comparison to what women in this country are facing, like it's really not a big deal. Protests will continue throughout the upcoming week. The next one is scheduled in front of Justice Alito's house. Now, in this Chevy Chase neighborhood, it will be Wednesday at 7 p.m. Rafael Sanchez Cruz. I've heard Chevy Chase is an asshole. You saw one of the protesters that they said lived in the neighborhood. I believe that is who uh, this is interviewing. Lacey Wooten Hallway. Walked through Chevy Chase on Wednesday night, pausing to stick flyers on her fence, a tree, and utility boxes. She was advertising an abortion rights protest here in her neighborhood in front of the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. It's been one of the right-wing refrains was to... Oh, well, what about the neighbors? They're disturbing their neighbors. One of the neighbors is organizing the goddamn protest. Passing couple paused, reading her sign. Honk for repro rights and bodily autonomy. Good, the woman said. That I don't agree with, the man interjected. I think you vote and you expand the court. You don't go to a guy's house. Fuck off. Heard the argument before and responded. I organized peaceful candlelight vigils in front of his house. We're about to get doomsday, so I'm not going to be civil to that man at all. For months, Wooten Hallway, a 39-year-old teaching assistant and aftercare staffer, mother of two and the youngest of five sisters, has taken the unusual step of protesting a neighbor. Usually she is the only neighbor there, a reminder that with every march and chant, she is breaking an unspoken contract of civility. Fuck off with civility! Fuck Washington Post and their article talking about civility. Chevy Chase, just beyond the district line among neighbors has long been part of the social code. But Wooten Hallway, who uh, has had an abortion and is the survivor of sexual assault, cannot separate the politics from the personal. The League of a Draft Opinion indicating the Supreme Court is poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, ending the constitutional right to abortion. She says the stakes are too high. Meanwhile, an anti-abortion group in Madison, Wisconsin, say their office was vandalized. The graffiti reads, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Really pretty handwriting. 
appears to be a brick, maybe something that was set on fire. Office window broken. Madison police and the fire department are investigating a fire at an office building on the city's north side that they said was arson. Crews called to the uh, uh, 2,800 block of International Lane Sunday just after 6 a.m. As if you guys know where that's fucking at. Why did I even say that? The flames can be seen coming from the facility. Video here. Hi, everyone. My name is Stephen Cohen. I'm producer here at Channel 3. Uh, Just taking you around right now. It's been our big story all morning long here. Wisconsin family action on Madison's north side on International Lane, just a few blocks from the airport. This is where Madison police are investigating a reported targeted fire early this morning. Now, police say that around 6 a.m. someone was driving to the airport and they saw smoke or they saw fire or something like that. You'll see here on this window, thrown out. police have confirmed it was a Molotov cocktail that was basically thrown into... We don't need no water, let the motherfucker burn. You'll see lots of glass all over the floor. I'm being very careful where I'm stepping right now. But you see all these books that are burned. And so Wisconsin Family Action is a non-profit here in Madison, in Wisconsin, that supports anti-abortion measures. Um, Obviously, this comes in the wake of Monday's draft opinion that was leaked uh, by Politico, which has been our big story all week. We've seen two big protests downtown in by the Capitol Square. And so, essentially, we Oh, I'm sorry, Tones. That sucks. Um, Appling, she's the president of the Wisconsin Family Action. This is her office. I think that's why Sparkles likes to use uh, Discord. For Mother's Day brunch. Because the Discord doesn't fuck with her streaming the the YouTube. It's very brain-smelling. But, so, again, this window, police say... I mean, fuck around and find out, right? Maybe two. Kind of the glass over the place. Around 6 a.m. this morning... You'll see these books. Right now, we're getting more video of this. We're speaking with Julian Hapling. We're going to hear from Madison Police tomorrow at 2 p.m. They say that's when they'll provide an update on this. You know what I say about uh, Madison Police? Fuck them. I can guarantee you they are bastards. How do I know that without ever meeting them? Because all cops are bastards. I've got some friends that are cops. They're bastards. I'm just saying. All right, you guys, uh, much like myself, are probably not high enough for this shit. How to defend your pro-life views explained. An article by Virginia Allen. The Daily Signal. College town cops are especially bastards. You get some fucking college cops that are bastards. They fucking power goes to people's heads. Megan Allman is a voice for those who have no voice. Allman is a speaker with Life Training Institute and approaches the life issue from a specific philosophical and biblical, biblical perspective. The first question that has to be answered, she says, is what is the unborn? That question frames the entire debate. 
Uh, let me answer that for you. The unborn is like, you know, uh, a fetus <laughs> that is growing inside a mother's womb. It feels no pain. It has no emotions. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't have memories. It doesn't have no, it doesn't have any cognizance. That's the question most people are not talking about right now. I'm be to approach that question. All right, let's listen to a little bit of this podcast. We'll give it a tip ahead. Goddamn. You have a cool job, and I'm so <laughs> grateful. It's what keeps me in D.C., honestly. I always describe myself as the bridge between D.C. and, quote, real America. <laughs> so True Patriots is a great True way. True Patriots, to yeah. So much, and they're not paid to do it. They mm. just really care. They love America. They love God. They love their families. Um, so, yeah, I, I get to run uh, what we call Sentinels, uh, Sentinel program, and I've got uh, regional so we're, we're not even We're not even to... And even if you weren't on the winning side of it, you're on the right side of it. Hmm. We're, we're fighting for the weakest among us, and I'm, I'm proud to do that. Hmm. And, Janae, I think that's such a good segue into our last topic, that... We are on the right side, right? And we should feel confident to stand up and, and say what we believe. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got to the right to spot, didn't I? But I think a lot of conservative women don't feel that way. They feel really scared that they're going to receive hate. They're going to end friendships. And I wanted to share on air that uh, on Monday night, I was excited. Uh, I work very closely with the social media team here at Heritage. Our president put out a uh, just a quick tweet about it. it was at Heritage? Says, I mean, I think I assume that's the Heritage Foundation. I may be wrong. Every conservative had it had his puzzle in there. Sorry. (laughs) So I was just, you know, I want to promote this. Our social team did a great job. Got it out really quick. Put it on my story within 30 seconds. I got somebody that I've known like closely been to their house like for 10 years said F off and blocked me immediately. Mm. And and yeah, fuck you, woman. Screenshot that post. And I, I crossed out their name and um. And all the other personal information. But I just showed, like, hey, this is a post from the president of our organization, something I believe in. And this person, like, literally just blocked me for no reason. Yes, because said, your like belief is harmful to other people. <laughs> I'm telling you, girls, the number of people who reached out to me and said. The title isn't correct. These are really I, problematic women. I've lost so many friends, whether it's because of you should. And I, I'm so scared to lose more friends because especially in this digital age where and as, as we're getting older, it's hard to go from. Co- there you go. That's what that's what cancel culture actually is to them. They're scared to lose friends because they're pieces of shit. They openly support uh, horrid politics and they're scared of losing friends for being pieces of shit. Honey, this is just a repercussion of your own actions. You have all this close close groups of friends, and then people drift off, and then you feel like this is all like a digital kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. And it, it just has really made me think that we need to, A, normalize stating our opinion, right? Because I think the reason why we as conservative women get hate is because people don't see it out there. And B, we need to just know how to handle these when, when it comes – and and my advice is really like don't attack back. Just say appreciate. Let me know, and I hope to see you soon. And really, mm-hmm. just kind of make sure that we're really hitting them. 
uh, so that I'll get off my soapbox for a minute. And I <laughs> and I wanted to ask you girls, um, women, excuse me, a problematic women, uh, do you experience this? And and do you have these same fears that you might lose friendships over what you believe? Yeah, I mean, I I do keep. Um, I thought we were going to get a logical breakdown of how which wouldn't be logical off of my personal social media accounts twitter's different because twitter's work essentially um but personal facebook um personal instagram i'll i'll put if twitter is your work then then you are a horrible person i can go ahead and tell you that no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on fucking if twitter is your job get a fucking life as as the kids say go outside and touch some grass Uh, content warning for these assholes. Coming to a municipality near you, Republicans are going to want to ban everything. A GOP Senate candidate by the name of Blake Masters, because of course that's his fucking name, Blake Masters, wants to allow states to ban contraception use. Ban contraceptive use. After the U.S. Supreme Court overturns women's constitutional right to abortion this summer, one Arizona Republican candidate for U.S. Senate thinks judges should also take aim at the right to buy and use contraception in the year 2022. Lake Masters, a Tucson-based venture capitalist, because of course he is, Boasts on his website that he will only vote to confirm federal judges who understand that Roe and Griswold and Casey were wrongly decided and that there is no constitutional right to abortion. In the ruling, uh, the ruling in Griswold versus Connecticut in 1965 protected a married couple's right to buy and use contraceptives without government restriction. The case centered on a Connecticut law that banned the use of contraceptives, which the court determined violated a married couple's constitutional right to privacy, establishing the basis for the right to privacy with respect to intimate practices. Astor's stance puts him on the opposite side of the issue from the National Republican Senatorial Committee, the campaign arm of GOP senators, which has advised candidates on talking points following the leak of a draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade, in a section instructing candidates on how to forcefully refute Democrat lies about Republicans' position on abortion and health care, the NRSC declares that Republicans do not want to take away contraception. But they absolutely do. Elsewhere in the Talking Points memo to GOP Senate candidates, the NRSC advises them to say, I'm not in favor of putting women or doctors in jail. I would never take away anyone's contraception or health care. That's just typical BS you get from politicians. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Meanwhile, what are the Democrats doing to fight the uh, wave of pro-life sentiment, the assault on abortion rights? Well, uh, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, who we have to thank for the, uh, uh, the Saturday massacre, 
led into the Super Tuesday, which coronated Joe Biden as the Democratic nominee for president. Jim Clyburn dumps for anti-abortion representative Henry Cuellar, who is also under FBI investigation. Leadership support for Cuellar shows cognitive dissonance between Democrats' words and their actions, said primary challenger Jessica Cisneros. When Politico published the draft Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, top Democratic leaders were quick to condemn it. In a joint statement released Monday night, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat from California and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, called the draft an abomination, one of the worst and most damaging decisions in modern history. On Tuesday morning, President Joe Biden called on states to protect the right to abortion and on voters to elect pro-choice Democrats in upcoming contests. Later that day, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, a Democrat from South Carolina, tweeted, For 49 years, women have had the constitutional right to make choices about their body. The whole notion of politicians controlling those decisions is beyond the pale. It ought to be alarming to us. But then, on Wednesday, Clyburn hosted a get-out-the-vote rally with the party's last remaining House member to oppose abortion rights. Representative Henry Cuellar, a Democrat from Texas. Fourth, Cuellar will face a runoff in his second primary challenge from progressive candidate Jessica Cisneros, who supports reproductive rights, and lost to Cuellar by less than four percentage points in the 2020 primary for Texas's 28th Congressional District. Cisneros came within two points of Cuellar's votes in the March Democratic primary, forcing the runoff. We're watching the erosion of our fundamental freedoms in this country. This isn't a drill, Cisneros told The Intercept. Urgency is important, and Democrats need to pull out all the stops to fight for us. I do not agree with Henry Cuellar on everything, Clyburn said at Wednesday's rally, according to Texas Monthly's Jack Herrera need to sit down with people who we do not agree with and try to find common ground to do what is necessary to move this country forward. Why don't you sit down with Cisneros? Who you do not agree with, sir? Fucking assholes. It's because uh, Cuellar is very corporatist. We do not know what he is under FBI investigation for. It's probably having something to do with improper campaign funds, insider trading, something like that. I believe he was a very pro-Trump Democrat as well. Go figure. Trump supporters, meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, couldn't stop booing Dr. Oz. You hate to see it, don't you? Disgraced former president said the reality TV doctor's opponent in the Pennsylvania Senate primary may be a nice guy, but he's not MAGA. Endorsement from former president Donald Trump wasn't enough to prevent MAGA devotees from repeatedly booing Republican Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz at a campaign rally in in Greensburg, Pennsylvania, Friday evening. Although the event was designed to promote Oz's run for the state, uh, the state's Senate seat, the majority of the crowd, many of whom waited for hours in the pouring rain, 
was clearly gathered to see Trump. Reaction to Oz was icy at best, with the audience letting out an audible groan when the former president began stumping for fellow reality TV charlatan, referring to Oz as his friend. Boos were even more apparent after Trump implored Pennsylvania Republicans to secure a massive victory for Oz. But first, we have to secure a massive victory for Dr. Oz in this primary. So get your friends, get your family, get everyone. Apathetic response to Oz was a running theme throughout the evening. The Daily Beast reports that the, the crowd jeered when pro-MAGA rep Guy Reschenthaler explained his reasons for backing Oz in the May 17th primary while Huffington Post reporter Daniel Marins shared video on Twitter of Trump supporters booing Oz campaign ads that played before the rally. Ah, that's great. Let's watch the video. Let's watch the video. I saw a video of a Duterte rally a couple nights ago. I did not know that the Philippines were voting right now. I'm sorry, it's my responsibility to tell you that. I'm the dude delivering the news here. I should have told you that. I was aware that uh, the election was upcoming. Did not know it was, it was, is it right now? Is it Sunday? Is it Monday? I don't know where it is in the Philippines right now. Uh, as as long as we're as long as we're doing this, I'd left it off. But I have I have a video of like a, a Trump supporter being interviewed before the rally. Race we talked earlier. Uh, what's your thoughts on that race? I mean, you don't have, if you don't want to share them right now. I'm just curious as someone who's running for another office here in this state. Uh, is, is Dr. Oz best for the state of Pennsylvania? I'm not there. Uh, I'm not there with Oz. Uh, the left wing statements are too recent and, and they're too consistent. Uh, You've got the Oz race. We <laughs> talked about that earlier. Uh, what's your thought? They don't like Oz. You're not in Kansas anymore, motherfucker. I don't know what that means. Losing out on Trump's coveted endorsement appears to have Camp McCormick concerned about their prospects in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, so much so that they are launching this attack ad against... Oz. I'm Dave McCormick, and I approve this message. Do you think the Trump endorsement of Oz was a mistake? The whole thing about heart beating, their electrical changes at six weeks, but the heart's not beating. Alabama and these anti-abortion laws that they're passing in Alabama. Well, that they've passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hey, the the Republican base hates that uh, Matt Oz, who was a doctor, just told the truth. Oz is, is indeed a right winger, but I mean, he's cor- what he just said is factually correct. Past is that healthy? I'm I'm really worried about it. This whole thing about heart beating, the heart's not beating. I'll say it. I'm this not afraid to say it. It was a mistake to endorse Oz. I think it was a mistake. Love it. I love to see them coming after each other. To see what it looked like after the rally. Apparently, it was like a real mud show at the Trump rally. 
On Friday. Ah, oh, god damn it. Fucking village people are going to be coming after my YouTube 14 cents. I don't like it. Now remember, they have to they have to have these uh, Trump rallies out in these out in these fields out in the middle of nowhere because no venue will have Trump. He he has many an unpaid debt from his 2016 and 2020 runs, and venues will not host him. Yes, Merkin, he's a he's a goddamn heart surgeon. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, the Republicans don't like that the heart surgeon tells them the truth about how hearts work. I know RB is going to be really sad about this. Uh, Jen Psaki will be leaving the White House press room. I believe Friday was her last day. Uh, she took a shot at Peter Ducey on her way out. Sorry to see you go. Are you? <laughs> yes, and you've always been a good sport. Thank and you. So As have you. Of everybody, thank you. Thank you. Everything. Thank you. And can't wait to see you out there, Kareem. That stupid son of a bitch. Um, so. Ah. Bye, bye, Jinsaki. I'm not gonna miss her. You can watch her on MSNBC if you want to. Sassy, what is up? I did not know that that's what YMZ. All these years, I uh, I have never uh, even questioned what YMCA stood for. I took karate classes at the YMCA. Never even thought about what the acronym stood for. Oh, shit. Are you guys ready for this? New Gina Carano trailer debuts during UFC, her first movie, since getting cancel-cultured by Disney. Terror on the Prairie. A Daily Wire original movie. We're going to watch the HD trailer starring Gina Carano. Here's a trailer for my new movie, Terror on the Prairie. Hold on, let me make it, let me make it pop out here. So we... yeah! Okay, okay. Who's this dude? Am I supposed to know him? Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone? Who the fuck is he? Am I supposed to, I'm supposed to recognize this guy? Oh, he is also an MMA star, apparently. So we... Is that Conor McGregor? Uh, less famous. Conor McGregor, but less famous. Here's a trailer for my new movie, Terror on the Prairie. Yeah! <laughs> What do you want? Your sins have found you out.
I that that wasn't enough to even discern what the fucking movie was about. I have no fucking clue what the premise is. If it, <laughs> the purpose of that trailer, from a director's standpoint, from an editor's standpoint, is someone someone who cuts media for a living. Purpose of that was to showcase these two motherfuckers, Carino and Cowboy Sharon, and to show that guns go bang bang. This is literally all that was. Here's a trailer from a new movie, Terror on the Prairie. Looks like a sandpaper dildo! I mean, usually movies want to give you, you know, some indication of what the story is about. What do you want? Your sins have found you out. I I don't have anything to say about it. like there's 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 nothing there's nothing to say about that. What are what are the comments like? Looks great. Can't wait to see a brilliant performance. What? I didn't know Donald Trump was in this movie too. What a pairing. Can't wait to see Gina back in action. It didn't even really show off. Other than the shot where she wipes the blood on her face, she didn't look like a badass. I didn't think it was really a showpiece for Carano. Has has Hostel's vibes. I, I don't know what he... I don't know. Not Hostel, the, the movie that I rave about that I think Sparkle should see. That I didn't know had a third... I, I downloaded them over the weekend. I didn't know it had a third one. I have not seen a third one. I saw the second one went, ah, that was so good. A confusing trailer indeed. There's no plot. There was no, there was no getting over like exactly what you're going to be seeing in this movie. Just guns go bang, bang and Gina Carino's in it. And, and, and Moondog or whatever the other dude's name was. I don't know who he is. But like, here's some otters. Oh fuck! I didn't know they made cute noises. But I mean, like, he, Carino didn't even look like a a, a a badass in that. It's holding his little foot and it's hugging, it's hugging the other otter. God damn, that's cute. Fuck! That melts my cold, icy black heart. I like finding out that these animals have these uh, weird noises that they make that are really cute. Oh, they hold each other while they're asleep in the water? That's fucking amazing! No way, does Carino, does Carino, like, uh, does she flash dick?
All right, since we talked about it on the Freak Show, and since he's got a special event going on, if you're watching on Twitch, get ready for Goat versus Fish. Those otters are goddamn adorable. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live. ass otters. Fish! Goat versus fish. Goat versus fish! Goat versus fish. Goat versus fish! Goat versus fish! 49 bits for fish. 49 bits for fish. Forgotten version with 49 bits for fish. Justin freaking raids goat versus fish. Justin freaking raids goat versus fish. Celebration. Celebration. Uh, welcome, welcome, uh, Justin freaking uh, to be here. Fence, fence sitter, fence sitter, what are you doing at this versus? It is a Sunday service, goat versus fish. What, I, I'm not welcome here? I'm not welcome here, goat versus fish. Uh, I thought you said you welcome the fence sitter. Well, but you're just here to fence with goat versus fish. I most certainly am not. You will just deny goat versus fish. You will just deny goat versus fish. I will never deny goat versus fish. Why'd you just deny goat versus fish? You just denied goat versus fish. No, I did not.